All right. Welcome back to the 7th Generation Podcast. Hope everyone is doing well out there. I dropped an episode titled The Biggest Problem with Motorcycle Clubs, and I didn't mean to release that episode. I realized it about, I don't know, 12 hours after I released it. I set a release date, apparently, and I went back and listened to the episode when I was doing some editing, and I really didn't like it, and I really didn't want to put it out there, and I thought, you know what, let me just redo this episode, because it's, I think, uh, an interesting topic, and it's something that I wanted to uh, be clear and concise on. So I released it by accident. I noticed it about 12 hours later. A bunch of people downloaded it. Of course, the one episode I don't want to be released just yet. And it's got a bunch of downloads. So if you're one of those people who listened to that episode, again, I apologize. And I'm just going to go ahead and talk about the topic of what I think the biggest problem with motorcycle clubs is currently today. But I just want to say that episode wasn't supposed to be released. If you liked it, great. Um, And, you know, podcasting is just one of those things that you do. And at least for me anyway, and you record an episode and you go back and you, you listen to it. At least I do this a lot and I think I don't want to put that out there. Not, I don't think uh, it was concise enough or maybe I don't like how it turned out. There's a number of reasons why I end up deleting episodes that I record. So I've recorded a lot of episodes that never make it to the audience. I should just throw them up on Patreon, the ones that I don't like as much. But anyway, being a podcaster, having a full-time job, (laughs) running a gym, having a family, it's, uh, it's a lot. So anyway, that's my bad as a podcaster. So if you listen to it, my apologies. And this is a brand new episode on a topic that I think is important. The biggest problem with motorcycle clubs as I see it today. I know a lot of my listeners don't know anything about motorcycle clubs. I did release an episode on culture and motorcycle club culture. We can go back and listen to that. Surprisingly, when I went back to look at that episode, it has a ton of downloads. And that was really meant for students of sociology. It was really just a discussion of culture. And I used motorcycle clubs as an example of the study of culture. So If you do want to learn more about motorcycle clubs, and you can definitely download that episode. Obviously, I have episodes with the Pacific Savages Motorcycle Club. But this is more just commentary on what I think the biggest problem with motorcycle clubs today. And I'm just going to start off with our our current society, just how, how how I see things today in 2022. I think our society is incredibly immature We have a a rugged, individualistic type of mindset that's always been here in America, but I think we really promote this idea of individualism. You have all these content creators out there trying to get their message out. There's this idea that you blaze your own trail. Trust me, there's a lot of good things that come with that. But I think this, this individualistic mindset also comes with a lot of problems as well. And I think that um, the book by... Richard Dawkins really helped me out, helped me in understanding just how human beings are wired. So the the name of his book is titled The Selfish Gene. He wrote this book back in, I think, the 1970s. I recently reread the book, and I just got so much more from it, reading it as somebody who 
you know, has been teaching now for over 20 years and somebody who studied sociology now coming up on, which is crazy, almost 30 years now, which is really wild. But that book really just kind of helped me understand how human beings are wired. And we are wired to look out for our own self-interest, to think about ourselves more so than the person next to us. Even if we like that individual, even if we call that person a friend, we are definitely more likely to look out for our own personal best interests than we are the best interests of other people. There is a natural drive for human beings to do this. We are wired this way. So what does this have to do with culture? Well, culture keeps that really bad side of human behavior in check. So when your culture is promoting uh, group behavior that is positive, group cohesion over rugged individualism, it can keep that that selfish gene that we have in check, if you will. And this is uh, not really what Richard Dawkins talks about in his book. His book is primarily focused on, gen- again, how we're wired genetically speaking. But as a sociologist, you know, we always teach that it's really culture that really helps us understand what is expected of us in a particular society. So if you're raised up in a culture of individuals where everybody's just out for themselves and everybody just cares about their own personal self-interest, then you're going to have that type of mindset. But if you're raised in a culture that is more collective, one that you know you, you put the group first before the individual, then you're going to produce more people who are concerned about the group. It's not to say that people aren't still going to be looking out for their personal self-interest. You're still going to have that. But it's culture that keeps that from getting completely out of control. And so what the heck does this have to do with motorcycle clubs? Well, motorcycle clubs emerge after World War II. There's been motorcycle clubs prior to World War II, by the way. The history of motorcycle clubs really is fascinating. The more I learn, the more I realize that I don't really know a lot. But I do know that after World War II, there are all these different Harleys that are being produced in Indian motorcycles. And so you have a surplus of motorcycles. They're inexpensive. They're cheap to purchase. And you have a bunch of men who have come home from the war looking for adventure, looking for brotherhood and fellowship, looking to have a good time. And that's really what motorcycle clubs really was about. Partying, having fun, racing your bikes, riding your bike. It was about the love of motorcycles. It was about partying and have a good time. This is what my dad taught me about motorcycle clubs is that it wasn't about what you see today in the news or what you see in, in shows like the sons of anarchy and the Mayans. You just got it, you know, basically just like gangs and that's kind of how it's presented in popular culture. And again, I'm not saying that motorcycle clubs are gangs. That's for you to decide. It's not for me to say, and I also want to just say, too, before I go any further here, that these thoughts, they're my own thoughts. I am in a motorcycle club. I am affiliated. But these thoughts that I'm sharing here belong to me. They don't belong to anybody in my club. Nobody's told me what to say. I speak for myself here on this podcast. So let's get back to after World War II. There was more of a collective effort in this country putting your country first, thinking about you know, the welfare of the nation as opposed to the welfare of yourself. And so you had a lot of people had to put aside their own personal interests for the war effort. And it's that type of culture that is being socialized into the general public 
during World War II and after. And so after World War II, you have people who have been taught to work together, people who had to kind of give up maybe their own personal interest to help out with the war effort. And they're coming home. They love motorcycles. They want adventure. They want to party. They want to kind of stick it to the man, so to speak, as well. It's kind of like an anti-establishment type of culture. But it's not about gang activity. It's not about what you see sometimes in the news, people shooting each other on the freeway and so forth. It's really people just having a good time. And this is what my my father explained to me. He's like, yeah, it just used to be about partying, having fun, love of the motorcycle, love of, of riding. And it just has kind of turned into something else. So again, I think the the biggest issue that I see is really the motorcycle clubs aren't necessarily a problem per se. But one of the biggest problems in motorcycle clubs is that individualistic mindset. When you join a club, it's an organization that requires group cohesion. You're going to have people who lead. You're going to have people who help the leaders, who advise them. And then you're going to have people who are just kind of your soldiers or your warriors, people at the bottom. Then you're going to have people who want to be in the organization. And for these organizations to work well, people have to work together. But in the individualistic society, when people are being taught just to look out for themselves, it doesn't really work well at a motorcycle club. So I think that's one of the reasons why it's hard to find really good members in motorcycle clubs. You know, you have people out there just looking out for number one. You don't want that person in your club. You don't want people who are just looking out for their personal self-interest. That's a problem, especially if you get into a pinch, especially if the government's coming after you. You're just looking out for you and not the welfare of your brothers. That could be a big problem. Clout chasing people who want to be number one. They want to be the top dog. They want to be the shot caller. I've seen it. Just guys come to the motorcycle club scene. People have never been a part of a motorcycle club. Don't really know anything about the culture. Next thing you know, they start riding. They get involved in the club and they want to be the shot caller. And they just start undermining the leadership. And you see this a lot in individualistic type of culture where people look out for themselves. That doesn't make for a well-functioning, cohesive organization. It works well for individuals, individuals who are in constant competition. And that's the thing about American culture is that we promote competition between each other. Who's better than this person over here? Oh, it's me. I'm better than these people over here. And so when you have a, a competition-oriented type of culture, it doesn't work well in motorcycle clubs. And, you know, you have motorcycle clubs who are in competition with one another for members. They're in competition for territory and so forth. And I think this creates a lot of issues. When you move away from, hey, let's just have a good time. Let's be anti-establishment. Let's have our own set of norms, our own culture that's unique so we could have fun. We could have brotherhood, sisterhood, hang out, party, have a good time. And it turns into a corporate type of system where it's every individual for themselves. Then you got all kinds of problems. And that's something that I've seen in motorcycle clubs. I've talked to a lot of members of motorcycle clubs that have people who have since retired. My father had a lot of friends who were members of some of the big motorcycle clubs. And a lot of them, you know, have told me 
that one of the reasons why they left is that it became corporate, just came about money. And it wasn't about brotherhood. It wasn't about what it was in the past, which was having fun, having a good time and partying. And I think that's a major aspect of motorcycle clubs that to me is really cool. First of all, having a good time, a little bit of adventure and some excitement in your life. Also kind of sticking it to the man. Like I'm not going to follow your rules. I'm going to have my own way of living. And now it's turned into something that's a little different. And I think the biggest issue really is American culture as a whole. I think there's a lot of great things happening in this country, but I think one of our, our downfalls, and I think this may do us in, in the end is just our rugged individualism as opposed to thinking about what's good collectively for everybody. And if you want to be in a motorcycle club, that's the mindset you got to have. I know everybody's heard this, but you know, Kennedy asked, you know, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Well, the same thing works for motorcycle clubs. When you enter a motorcycle club, you should be asking, what can I do for my club? Not what your club can do for you. Not how you could get more clout. Not how you can get more status. Oh, I'm going to join this club. I'm going to get more status for myself. No, it should be about what can I give to this club? Maybe the, all you can give is just your help, you know, a helping hand, helping clean up, helping set up, working on putting together events, whatever it is. Or maybe you're good with finances. So your your way of participating in the club and giving back to the club is helping them out with their their books. Maybe you're a solid leader and you're good at leading a group. Not everybody's going to be a good leader. You know, I'm lucky I'm part of a club that has outstanding leadership, great leadership, but not everybody in the club can be a leader. Some people have to be the warriors and the soldiers, and it's all right to be a warrior and a soldier. In fact, it's a little easier. And everybody in the club, in the organization, should be working for the benefit of the organization itself. They should be working to help make their president their leader, whoever the chief is, everybody should be working to help that chief accomplish the goals of the club. And that we just don't have a culture that teaches people to do that anymore. We have a culture that teaches people to look out for you, look out for what's good for me. Again, the selfish gene has been activated in our society for decades now. It's been around, trust me, the selfish gene <laughs> has been around, uh, since the beginning, since the beginning of time, but it really plays out in a capitalistic society when it just becomes about money and you got people who are just, how can we make more money? And again, I'm not saying that making money is a bad thing, but when that becomes the sole purpose of your organization, trust me, you have all kinds of problems, you know? So I think we need to get back to, excuse me, need to get back to what motorcycle clubs were supposed to be about coming together, having a good time, brotherhood, fellowship, and also that anti-establishment mentality, not that anti-establishment mentality like, you know, I'm going to try to, you know, get something for myself and not pay my taxes or whatever it is that people think anti-establishment may be. Anti-establishment to me is just not following the the rules and the regulations that have been set down by, the, you know, the government basically questioning that and living your life in a way that really does represent freedom and liberty. And I think these are all 
just lost kind of abstract concepts, liberty, freedom. And I think that the motorcycle clubs of, you know, the post-World War II effort, that's really what it was about. Having a good time, having fun, love of motorcycles, adventure. And that's what you, that's what I get from motorcycle clubs is just the, the brotherhood, the fellowship, but the adventure of it. It's exciting, man, being on your bike, going on rides, going on trips. And then you meet these people in clubs who never ride. They hardly ever ride their bikes. Uh, they maybe just purchased a bike and they're not even looking to, to get, become a better rider. I mean, I, I met people who just purchased a bike. Next thing you know, they're in a club. Next thing you know, they're the VP. Next thing you know, they're the president of the club. Next thing you know, they're the shot caller. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, man, there's just something wrong with this. And you just have a lot of people. They just like power. And that's part of living in this hyper-individualistic, capitalistic culture where people are just looking to have more, more and more power to gain status, to gain clout. And I think this aspect of American culture has permeated motorcycle club culture. And it doesn't make for a very good motorcycle club. So anyway, these are just some of my thoughts. And I... Again, I apologize for that episode that I put out there. I got to be more aware. Uh, This one is much shorter. This one's going to be about 20 minutes long. The previous one is about uh, 30 minutes. So uh, for those of you who are listening to this a second time, uh, maybe you got something from the second episode. And if you were lucky enough to catch the first one or unlucky enough, I apologize once again. So this is it. The biggest problem with motorcycle club culture. If you are in a motorcycle club, man, think about the club first. Think about what you can offer to the club. What's your place going to be in the club? And how are you going to help the club grow, help benefit whatever it is that you know you can do to offer up to benefit the organization, to make it a better organization? The club isn't about you. It's not about you coming up in the world. It's not about your status. It's not about your clout. It's about the organization. It's about the club and what the club mission is supposed to be. Okay, so that concludes this episode of the 7 Generation Podcast. Again, just want to say sorry one last time for the mix-up, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Till next time, peace.